Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. along my fellow Americans Sam Bushman live on your radio hard-hitting news the network refuse to use no doubt starts now this is the broadcast for December the 28th in the year of our Lord 2021 this is our one of two and our goal all way to protect life liberty and property and to promote God family and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law of the land, the Constitution for the United States of America as our guide. And as you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. We're incredibly appreciative of the Founding Fathers. They put together the checks and balances that made the greatest country on the face of the earth possible. So we're grateful for that, and we embrace that wholeheartedly. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth thank you for being alongside for the ride hopefully it's educational and entertaining two hours of hard-hitting talk first hour i'm by myself i'll do the recap of yesterday's broadcast then hard-hitting news the network refused to use second hour an incredible guest solutions for the covid being shut down by your government are you surprised i'm not sad to say reality calls right it's kind of a difficult deal reality check sets in does it not all right so we'll have a great time doing all that on your broadcast today hopefully uh you've got time for us i know people are super busy people are just telling me how busy they are and i sometimes wonder if we ought to reduce this program down to an hour instead of two hours and we ought to just go ahead and take out all the commercials It'll be less airtime, but if we uh, worked hard to, you know, shorten some of the things we talk about, not be so long form, uh, we might get in just as much news in less time. Is that what our society is calling for? Seems like people's attention spans done gone, done turned off, right? <laughs> All right, a recap of yesterday's broadcast starts now. Would you rather be a shepherd or a wise man? I've decided I'd rather be a shepherd. Um, you know, you say, well, why do I got to be either, Sam? I'm just a modern-day American. Come on, I don't need to be either. You know, we're talking about the followers of Jesus Christ. And I believe the wise men followed Jesus Christ, and I believe the shepherds did too. Uh, one group, though, came from a wealthy lot and had a lot of money and et cetera, expensive fine gifts for the baby Jesus. The others had nothing to offer except for love and dedication and commitment. But it's the shepherd whose life in my opinion, for the most part, mirrors the life of the Savior. Or I should say, um, the life of the Savior, he's the great shepherd, right? And so that humility, that lo- lack of focus on money or, or, or the fine things of the world, that desire to lead by example and all that kind of stuff, that's kind of the key uh, to me, right? So anyway, there you have that. 
I told the story of Audubon, the fourth wise man, if you will. A great, in my opinion, story of sacrifice. And that's, that's who we ought to be like if we're going to be a wise man. He kind of turned into a shepherd, didn't he? Uh, we talked about the duties of discipleship on the broadcast. That was our one of Liberty Roundtable Live. And we talked about, really, it's about God, family, and country. That's the critical stuff to focus on. All right, then second hour yesterday, we had on our guest, Mark Tapskett. And Mark is a congressional correspondent for the Epic Times, theepictimes.com. Mark's a great guy, great interview. And uh, he talked about Democrats politicized House discipline in 2021. Now, GOPers is what he's calling them. GOPers may look to 2023 to even the score. Is that what we want, retaliation? Well, sadly, that's what we're getting in the partisan House of Representatives. What are we to do? I asked Mark on the broadcast, and he said, you know what? I'd first pray. Amen. What a Christian leader. The power of prayer shall not be underestimated on this broadcast. I'll tell you that right now. Pray, pray, and pray some more, and then get up and go to work. That's what we teach, right? Anyway, what are we to do? He says, pray and get involved at every level. The more local, the more your involvement ought to be. Amen to that reality check. Good for Mark. We also talked about Dr. Ben Carson doing a phenomenal job speaking out boldly. You know, the physician, the guy that first off grew up in the projects, his mom insisted that he turn off the boob tube and read, and now he's one of the greatest surgeons in the world, right? Dr. Ben Carson also served in the Trump administration on vaccinating children. He says this is really a giant experiment. Do we want to put our children at risk when we know that the risk of the disease or COVID-19 to children is relatively small? But we don't know what the future vaccine risks even are. Why would we do a thing like that to our children? Townhall.com. With that incredible piece on Ben Carson, we played the soundbite, Ben speaking in his own words, really highlighting, look, the risk for children is so low. Why would we take an experimental vaccine and inject them when we don't know what the results or the repercussions will be? Why would we do that? And you know what? That's the question that I've been asking for literally two years since COVID began, since they talked about a vaccine for everyone. And now Ben Carson articulates this so well. I guess he's at odds with Donald Trump on this because Donald's whole hog on the vaccine, isn't he? Anyway, we talked about a virologist whistleblower says that COVID-19 was intentionally created in a Chinese lab. Dr. Li Ming Yan joins Tucker Carlson a couple of months ago. Let me clarify that. A couple of months ago. You say, Sam, why are you talking about it now? Because she says that China's government not only created in a lab intentionally, but intentionally released the COVID-19. Yan said more evidence would be released, but pointed to her own high-ranking position in the world's greatest lab. It's a World Health Organization reference lab, research lab. Um, she said that should be enough for you to trust my allegations, but I work in the WHO reference lab, which is the top lab, coronavirus lab in the country, or in the world, I'm sorry. It's at the University of Hong Kong. Now, the reason I bring this up now is because we've been waiting for information to come out from her. What they like to do is they like to challenge, right? And so the doctor said, 
hey, you know what? We don't believe her. Let's get the information. Then when the information was released, what they did was they said, well, the information is not credible. Ignore her. Blow her off. But there's doctors coming to her defense and her aid right now. Every one of them is basically blackballed, silenced, shut down, ridiculed, mocked. And my response is, I'm bringing this up a couple of months later on purpose because Tucker Carlson should be vindicated. In that, why don't we have an open debate with this doctor? She defected to the United States from China. She has credible evidence that matches what we knew, but Fauci lied about for the first year, which was, hey, it leaked from a lab, or it was intentionally released from a lab. Fauci said, no, it was a wet market, animal market, no big deal. Well, then Fauci got caught lying according to emails. This lady says that her testimony and her uh, evidence matches the emails. But here's the deal. Now she released a paper on this thing, as she promised. But now we're not hearing the open discussion and debate. Why, besides Tucker Carlson and folks like me bringing it up, why is the debate on our side of the discussion, which is, hey, it was released from a lab intentionally. It was intentionally created by the communists involved with Dr. Fauci and his funding and his money. They did work on gain-of-function research. They succeeded. It got released. 800,000 people are dead in the United States alone. 50 million people uh, have been infected, if you believe the testing and if you believe their numbers. But yet, you know what? We're not even going to discuss the other side of the, dis- the story. See, that's the mainstream press for you. Shame on them. Now, I don't know if this doctor's telling the truth or not. I said that from the start. I believe that she is, but I don't know. But why don't we openly discuss and debate the evidence? Why don't we get to hear from her side of the discussions? Why don't we hear from all the doctors uh, that are telling us it's not what we've been told? Why are they shutting down one side of the debate virtually entirely? By the way, doctors are given a bonus to euthanize severely hospitalized COVID patients. That's according to Live Action News. It's in New Zealand. The New Zealand government announced that patients admitted to the hospital for COVID could be killed via euthanasia. That's according to Scoop. Doctors, believe it or not, receive a government fee of $1,000 plus expenses for each person they kill. Euthanasia is what we're talking about. Again, why can't we tell our side of the story? What are they afraid of? Let me give you an example. Joe Biden literally says, I'm going to order 500 million tests for the COVID. Okay, but he doesn't have any ability to do that. There's nowhere to get 500 million tests to be sent to homes so that we can test, test, test. But you know what? Joe Biden's lying to you. Because, look, Biden's administration rejected a proposal back in October to provide rapid COVID tests to Americans in anticipation of the surge over the holidays. That's according to Vanity Fair magazine. Why did he reject the proposal to get this done in October? But now in December, he complained. He says he's going to get that done. And then a reporter asks him, didn't we fail on the testing? And he says, no, what are you talking about? We didn't have time. We didn't know. It was the new Omicron variant. We didn't know. See, Joe's lying to your face, ladies and gentlemen. Liberty Roundtable Live. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches, in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. 
More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. People in government hate to be compared to Nazi Germany. But what is going on with the COVID vaccine is very similar to the beginning of something that happened not long ago. From 1933 to 1945, Nazi Germany carried out a campaign to cleanse German society of individuals viewed as biological threats to the nation's health. Enlisting doctors, the Nazis developed a health policy that began with mass sterilization of what they called genetically diseased persons, Jews, blacks, and gypsies. With legitimacy provided by science experts, the Nazi regime carried out a program of forced sterilization, then isolation from the rest of the German population, and finally, euthanasia, that found its most radical manifestation in the death of millions of people that were considered a national health risk. Sound familiar? Paid for by Emmon Bundy for governor. VoteBundy.com Ladies and gentlemen, Sam Bushman live on your radio talking about hard-hitting politics always. I hope to be a truth teller, ladies and gentlemen, telling the tale of liberty as it is. Navy ships stuck in a port because of the COVID outbreak. They call it the USS Milwaukee. They had 100% immunized everybody on the ship, but they had the cocoa breakout. We also hear fully vaccinated Holland America ship turned away after COVID-19 positive tests. Again, all these ships literally have 100% vaccinated people. And it ain't working out so well. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the problem here. It isn't working out well at all. Anyway, I thought I'd bring that to your attention. Whether it be, uh, you know, ships, whether it be planes, we're starting to see the truth. And the truth doesn't put the administration and or societally at large in a good position. Those who have advocated for vaccinations are starting to look very foolish. Those who have advocated for masks and lockdowns. And look, two years later, this ain't working very well, ladies and gentlemen. We've got the biggest outbreak all over the place, all over the country now, two years later. And if their efforts were safe and effective, there wouldn't be dead people all over the place. And if they were effective, there wouldn't be dead people. But if they were safe, there wouldn't be dead people, right? If it was effective, we wouldn't be having a massive outbreak. They blame it on the non-vaxxed. But ladies and gentlemen, what person 
in the greatest country on the face of the earth in America right now, listen carefully to me, what person doesn't have either a vaccination and or already had COVID right now? What percent is that population? And the answer is it's minuscule. Those who have never had any COVID, and you say, well, I haven't had it. You don't even know if you've had it or not, ladies and gentlemen. That's the problem. You don't know if you've had it or not. Because 40% of the people are asymptomatic. What that means is you get the COVID, you're supposedly sick, but you never have any symptoms, so you don't even know it. Okay, so don't run around and tell me if you've had it or not, because it doesn't matter. You don't even know. What percentage of the population has either already had COVID, in other words, some degree of natural immunity, and then what percent of the population have had at least a vaccine, or two, quote, fully vaccinated until they change the definition, or three, even the booster. And we're finding the more shots people have, the greater chance of death. But the credibility is a crisis for these people now. Folks, it really is. It's a credibility crisis because we're learning more and more that the vaccines don't work. Now many are discussing a fourth and a fifth vaccine. And they say the higher your antibodies, the better. But... I say, well, how high do my antibodies need to be? Well, we don't really know, Sam. Okay. Then how do you know they need to be higher? Well, they just do. How do you know? Well, when you get sick, your natural body creates antibodies. Therefore, we know that's what's needed to get well. So you're going to tell me natural immunity and the natural body's reaction to a foreign invader such as Corona uh, your body creates these antibodies. That's how we know we need, you need antibodies in the first place. But natural immunity won't get it. The natural body's way, the natural body response, which has taught us what the response ought to be, has no clue. It doesn't count. But yet the man-made response counts. And what does it do? Supposedly creates the same antibodies that the natural immunity people have. The problem is then why does the man-made immunity wane faster or reduce faster than the natural immunity? Well, Sam, we just know that you got to take more shots, you know. Well, how high do my antibodies need to be? Well, we don't really know, but we know you get more. Okay, fine. Well, what if I get more antibodies? Well, your ability to create children decreases. We're trying to figure out why that is, but don't worry. There's no problems. See, ladies and gentlemen, they are just lying to you. It is beyond imagination. All right, I want to take a break from Corona, at least for two minutes. (laughs) And then I want to come back and talk about Corona more, shall we? The reason I want to take a break from Corona is I got the nicest message from a listener. A dear friend and a listener, and I don't want to give names out, but emailed me and said, Dear Sam, I listened to your first hour on Christmas Eve. It was great. I wanted to add that the Bible does talk about liberty, as you know. One scripture highlights this very well. Now the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Second Corinthians three seventeen. Second Corinthians three seventeen. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Amen. Couldn't agree more. Great work with that. So there you have it. Uh, the Bible does indeed talk about liberty. And uh, you know, religious freedom is the most important freedom. Because uh, if we don't have religious liberty, I don't know what liberties we have left, ladies and gentlemen. Right? 
All right. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. 2 Corinthians 3.17. It's really important to focus on. All right, now, I also want to talk about the dad that pulled an epic prank. Dad pulls epic prank on Joe Biden? Well, what are you talking about? Remember, I played it, folks. Shall I play it again just so that you remember? Biden. Biden says, let's go, Brandon. Here it is. I just found it. Pulling it up. There Father of four, Jared from Oregon, took a poke at the president. Well, I hope you have a wonderful hey, Christmas. Well, yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas as well. Uh, Merry Christmas, you. and let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. <laughs> So he mocks the president, says, let's go, Brandon. Joe's so ignorant, he goes along and says, yeah, man, let's go, Brandon. I agree. And uh, his wife gets it and chuckles and goes, oh, boy. And poor Joe falls right into it. Well, the father says he was just kind of joking. Dad pulls epic prank on Joe Biden. But remember how I told you that Joe Biden stuff is not good when it comes to mocking the president of the United States, whether you agree with the office or not, whether you agree if he was legitimately there or not. This idea, let's go, Brandon, replacing, you know, F the president of the United States or whatever. I mentioned that this is not a good, a good trend. It just moves us. It just, we, we lose the moral high ground when we go there. And uh, many people have disagreed with me on this topic. I've debated this with literally political leaders and pastors and everybody everywhere. And they say, no, it's fine, Sam. It's taken something that's pretty vulgar. It makes it very polite, but yet the message is the same, which we're not happy with the president. We're going to push back somehow. And I said, yeah, but it's not the way to do it. I agree with the problems. I just disagree with the tactics, right? And I've highlighted this. But one of the things that I claimed is I said, listen, this is going to lead to violence, ladies and gentlemen. And then I highlighted this, uh, people putting stickers on, on uh, gas pumps which basically says Biden did that and pointing to the price of gas, that Biden is responsible for the economic turmoil we're all experiencing. But as you continue to ratchet up your rhetoric, as you continue to lose the moral high ground with, with, in my opinion, a very base language, and then you start to point the finger at people in a very, a way that ties it to your finances, pretty soon it's going to go violent. Pretty soon it's not going to go well. Pretty soon it's going to cross the Rubicon to where it's like, hmm, do we want to be the ones to lead that effort? And I say no. I call, I have a clarion call for civility. I got a website about this even, callforcivility.com. All right. But so I said this is going to lead to violence. It's not good. Now here we already see it. Here's the rest of the headline. Dad pulls epic prank on Joe Biden. But now the dad says he is being flooded with threats. What a sad tale. So now we already see the, the guy that joked and mocked the president. Yeah, you got to dig in. They called it an epic prank. I don't think it was epic at all. I think it was a sad tale for a father to do that to the president of the United States. You can disagree with me and say he's not really the president. There's a coup underway. There's a something underway. Donald's really the president. I'm not getting into all that right now. I'm just telling you to say that to uh, Joe Biden does not help. You can call it an epic prank, and he got him. But what good is it going to do? And I submit to you that we're just going to see more and more of this pushback, more and more of this divide. And I don't think there's any good that can come from it. What good will it do this father now to say, I'm the guy that said, let's go, Brandon, and Joe stupidly agreed with me. And I warned, scriptorially speaking, you know what? We don't want to dig a pit for our neighbor. We don't want to take advantage of somebody because of their words. That's exactly what happened here. This guy mocked Joe. Epic prank. 
Joe fell for it. He got kind of taken advantage of because of his words, didn't he? I think this father, you can call it an epic prank, or you can say, dug a pit for his neighbor Joe. I'm not in favor of this at all because I believe that it will lead to no good. It will create greater divisions, greater hatred, greater ill content, if you will. And I want to be clear on the record. Let's call for civility instead, shall we? You are listening to Liberty Roundtable Live. Pursuing liberty, using the Constitution as our guide. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. Four shooting locations across the Denver, Colorado metro area last night left five souls dead, including the shooter and a police officer injured. According to Denver Police Chief Paul Pazin, the investigation is ongoing and a motive is not known at this time. As Americans continue to struggle for some normalcy, the pandemic is now heading into its third year. Dr. Fauci said Americans should cancel their New Year's Eve parties due to the Omicron variant of COVID-19. Fauci also relayed new CDC guidelines about quarantining. You have so many people simultaneously testing positive. You want to make sure that particularly among essential workers that you get people out there much sooner. And by much, I mean cutting it in half, saying that five days of isolation, then come out and wear a mask for the rest of the time. Dr. Fauci did not provide any scientific evidence showing this is a sound decision. USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroot for Patriot VPN. Patriot VPN is a virtual private network service that uses military-grade encryption to protect your Internet connection on all of your devices. With Patriot VPN, your data and Internet privacy is secure anywhere in the world. Why do you need Patriot VPN? Cyber criminals, government, even your own Internet service provider collect and use your private information without your knowledge. Examples in the news recently, remember all the companies that have been hacked? Cuba censored the Internet to kill protests? Here in America, conservative groups are being actively targeted. Your personal information and Internet history is being sold by your ISP. It's all happening every day, but not with Patriot VPN. With Patriot VPN, your Internet activity and history is protected from prying eyes forever. Patriot VPN is a veteran-owned business right here in the USA. For business or your family, starting at only $6.95 a month, use code WAR and get three months free. With an annual subscription, it's all at PatriotVPN.com. That's PatriotVPN.com. Some West Virginians applaud Senator Manchin standing against the partisan Build Back Better bill. West Virginia Democratic Senator Joe Manchin announced he won't support President Biden's Build Back Better Act, leaving it with little or no chance of passing in the Senate. West Virginia Chamber of Commerce President Steve Roberts claims Senator Manchin represented their state's residents' interests by saying no on the social spending bill. For us here in West Virginia, it taxes energy production and adds to the cost of natural gas. I think all of those things cause us in West Virginia to say that Senator Manchin is, is right, Senator Capito is right in saying this is not the right answer to the problems that we're trying to solve in our country. That audio courtesy of Fox News, Senate Majority Leader and New York Democratic Senator Chuck Schumer announced there would be a vote on Build Back Better next month. From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg.
And I know some people are saying, Sam, why are you playing Christmas music, buddy? Christmas is over. Not only that, you're involved in a political show. That ain't very Christmassy, is it? I would say this. When we point people to God, family, and country, it certainly is, ladies and gentlemen. And I want the Christmas spirit, the Christmas season to last as long as I possibly can. And I don't believe this is a political show. I mean, I know it's hard-hitting politics and all that stuff. But I really believe everything, everything is a moral discussion. Things are not political discussions always, right? Moral issues are at stake, ladies and gentlemen. And the moral issue in this case is Joe and crew are lying to you. That's the problem. They're lying to you about COVID-19. That's really the big problem. And that's why we're speaking out boldly against Joe and crew, Fauci and all those guys. Because I don't believe they're telling you the truth at all. So anyway, this dad pulls an epic prank on Joe Biden. Doesn't go well. Now he's have to, he has all kinds of threats against him. I knew this would go wrong, and I highlighted it and warned everybody. I'm not trying to be right on this thing. But what I want you to understand is, look, you're never going to get right with wrong. You're never going to get good with bad. You're never going to justify the ends, justify the means. Okay. It doesn't work that way, ladies and gentlemen. It's never worked that way. Can I be very clear about that for you? It's never worked that way, and it never will. Okay? All right. Anthony Fauci, quote, vaccine mandate for domestic air travel would be welcome. And my response is, who is Anthony Fauci speaking for? Huh? Who would be welcoming this? Answer? Those who believe in the lies would welcome it. The rest of us would not. Right? Okay, shame on Fauci for even suggesting this. He says this right after the airline executives go and testify before Congress and say, because of the incredible filtration systems on airplanes, you know what? Masks really do very little. They don't make much difference. Fauci says you're going to wear a mask forever. Get used to it. That's the way it's going to be. Ladies and gentlemen, we have got to start pushing back further against whacked out Anthony Fauci. But you know what the sad part is? I don't see it. (laughs) I really don't. I don't see anybody pushing back uh, against Fauci, uh, except for the very, very few. Me, Rand Paul, and a few great talk show hosts about all. Fauci says vaccine for domestic air travel would be welcome. No, it would not, because the vaccines are dangerous, ladies and gentlemen. Admit that lie that they're safe and effective now. All right, believe it or not, for example, to make the point about the vaccines being dangerous, There's a New York Times Deputy Asia Editor. This guy's name is Carlos Tejada. He posted on social media that he had gotten a Moderna COVID-19 booster shot. So he had the Johnson & Johnson single shot at first. Then he mixed and got the Moderna booster. Okay? Less than a day later, the 49-year-old is dead. At age 49, Carlos Carlos Tejada, dead. Now, are they going to try to claim that 49-year-old who was healthy before this, uh, that the vaccine had nothing to do with the death, even though it was literally a day later and now he's dead as a doornail? 
Now, I don't mean to make fun of this. It's not funny. It's not funny at all. It's serious, ladies and gentlemen. But, of course, are they going to deny that it was the vaccine? Or are they going to say, oh, it was the vaccine, but it's an acceptable risk? See, that's the problem with these vaccines. They know that the safe and effective statement is kind of an arbitrary statement. Because they know that you can die from the vaccines. They knew that in their experiments before the experiment was unleashed to the whole world, ladies and gentlemen. They knew the risks. But they say the risks don't matter. They're necessary because of the Kelko's virility. Is that the way you say it? Extremely transmittable or transmissible, whatever, okay? But let me ask you this. Even though Carlos died, they're going to say, well, there's not a relationship there. They're going to lie. You got the VERS database full of death and injury and adverse reaction. And they say that it's only a drop in the bucket when it comes to the real numbers. But what about the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, other professional sports leagues? What about them? They've got some of the most healthy people ever. They're some of the most healthy people in the world. They're top-tier athletes, for crying out loud. They're all each seeing massive COVID outbreaks despite vaccination rates being over 95%. But somehow they say increasing vaccination is supposed to end the COVID. How does that work? The NFL, the NBA, all these sports leagues with some of the most healthy people in the world, 95% vaccination rates among those folks because they have to, mandated by the league. You got an NBA player right now benched for many home games or whatever because he, he can't play or whatever because he won't vaccinate. Uh, but they, even with 95-plus percent vaccination rates, they still have outbreaks everywhere. They're canceling games and delaying games left and right. You've got on ships where 100% vaccination is required. you got breakouts left and right there. But yet the answer supposedly is more, more vaccination. Ben Carson, Scott Atlas, all well-known physicians speaking out. There's thousands of them, but you don't hear of them because the mainstream press shuts them down. You literally have now hundreds of flights canceled in the U.S. over the Christmas weekend and it continues. They say due in part to an airline worker shortage caused by the COVID-19 Omicron variant. And an American Airlines spokesman told the Post flight cancellations were due to COVID-related sick calls. So let me get this straight. The airlines say they're 90 plus percent vaccinated, 98 percent vaccinated. Many of the airline employees who would not vaccinate are already fired. So they've got vaccination rates through the roof. But now what they're saying is, well, we got um, problems. We got a staff shortage because they're all calling in sick. Why? Because they have the COVID. That's why. So if these athletic teams if people on ships, if people on planes are literally almost 100% vaccinated, all these people, why do we have all these outbreaks if the vaccines are safe and effective, ladies and gentlemen? And why are they running around saying the answer is to get vaccinated? The answer is to get your booster. 
literally these people have full vaccination status. Many of them even have the booster. If you've got three shots and you're still getting the coronavirus and getting sick, what is up with that? I kid you, this is serious. This is so bad. Now, though, they say the CDC, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, has updated the amount of time it recommends people who test positive for COVID-19. They've updated how long they ought to isolate themselves. Shortening the window from 10 days to 5. They say, given what we currently know about COVID-19 and the Omicron variant, the CDC is shortening the recommended time for isolation from 10 days to 5 days. Now, they say, if you're asymptomatic. Now, do we spread the disease less if we're asymptomatic? No. Then they say, you know, you can have five days of wearing a mask. Folks, this is just, as Scott Bradley highlighted over and over and over on this broadcast, Dr. Scott Bradley, look, this is by, this is by guessing by golly. They're crazy. So let me get this right. The Omicron variant is just absolutely going virulent all over the world. Just crazy spreading like no variant before. And it's so bad, everybody's got to wear a mask, we've got to shut down, everybody's got to get shots. But it's spreading in places where there's almost virtually 100% vaccinations. And they're shortening the window of isolation because they have more scientific knowledge. Let's challenge that in seconds on your radio. Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. The spirit of the American West is live and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues affecting the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like the 2021 Real Buckaroo Calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. 
Decades after Jimmy Carter, Joe Biden picked up where he left off. With America surrendering to terrorists, Biden's foolish spending is causing inflation, which means more pain at the pump, higher prices on groceries, devaluing your retirement savings when you need it most. Once was a mistake, twice is a disaster. America needs strong leaders, not weak ones. Save America JFC is responsible for the content of this advertising. Sam Bushman live on your radio challenging the current bogus, dishonest narrative of your mainstream press. Ladies and gentlemen, where the spirit of the Lord is, ladies and gentlemen, there's liberty. 2 Corinthians 3.17. And ladies and gentlemen, they're lying to you about the COVID. Literally, the CDC now is shortening the recommendations for isolation from 10, 10 days to five for those who have the COVID. If asymptomatic, followed by five days of wearing a mask. Well, does asymptomatic status mean you spread the coronavirus less? Then why are we freaking out when people are asymptomatic? And why do we freak out when people are running around asymptomatic then? Well, because they can spread the coronavirus, Sam. Okay, how about as much as somebody who's really sick? Evidence shows that, you know what, how asymptomatic you are or not, you can still spread the virus. But the CDC now is shortening the guidelines. I find it fascinating. Why would they do that? Why would they do that, folks? Because they know that they've got a problem. What is their problem? The spread of the virus is so ubiquitous now it's everywhere to the point where they can't stop the spread they say they shorten the guidelines for the general population okay they say it went from 10 days to five days now they say authorities with the cdc said this latest guidance is in line with more and more evidence that suggests those who contract the CCP or the Communist China virus are the most infectious two days before and three days after symptoms emerge. Meanwhile, the CDC said the surge in the Omicron variant across the United States um, propelled the latest change. They say the United States will experience significantly more Omicron cases. Not all of those cases are going to be severe. In fact, many are going to be asymptomatic, she told the Newswire service. We want to try to keep society functioning. All right? But only one Omicron death has occurred in the United States. They say, according to a recent, um, they call it analysis of cases, deaths, and hospitalizations, 
they say the hospitalization for Omicron seems to be lower than for all other strains. Around 64,000 Americans were hospitalized on Christmas Day across the United States for COVID. That's according to data from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. They say that's an increase of about 3% from the week before, which had about two or 62,000 people hospitalized. However, listen carefully. That's much lower than peak hospitalizations that were seen during the Delta surge and about half that of the record high hospitalizations in January 2021. Believe it or not, they have way higher numbers before. January 14th, in other words, right in the middle of the COVID, so we've been at it about two years, but January the 14th, they had 133,000 that were hospitalized. So we're literally at half the number that we were last year, almost at this time. But the whacked out CDC warns that the Omicron has the potential to impact all facets of our society and called on people to either get vaccinated or take a booster shot. I don't know what the difference is, just take more of our serum that does not work, is not safe, and is not effective. You got to wear a mask inside public spaces. Doesn't matter if you've been vaccinated or not. The CDC last week also loosened its recommendation for healthcare workers to stay out of work for about 10 days if they test positive. Now they say if you produce a negative result, which we know the tests aren't even accurate, and you have no symptoms, you can go back to work after seven days, not 10. The isolation time can be shortened to five days if there's staffing shortages at your facility. So let me explain this. If there's staffing shortages at your facility, the uh, ability to spread the virus is less, and so you can isolate less. Lies, 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 folks. It's the bottom line. Lies, lies. They're not following the science. They claim they are, but they're lying to you. That's the problem. All right. Dr. Peter McCullough. I mentioned several doctors already on this program, but Dr. Peter McCullough is one of them that agrees with Ben Carson, uh, Scott Atlas, Pierre Corey, and many others. But Dr. Peter McCullough speaks to Joe Rogan on the Joe Rogan Experience podcast. Joe's got one of the biggest podcasts in the world, okay? In a podcast interview that would not have been even allowed to air on YouTube, medical scientist D.R. McCullough, or Dr. McCullough, charged that media and government censorship related to COVID-19 treatments have caused untold harm, contributing to many deaths. McCullough, believe it or not, has testified before the U.S. Senate on the suppression of early treatments. That's right. That have been shown to be effective for COVID-19, including hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, and more. Right? Wow. His concern about the COVID-19 vaccine centers around on the unusually high number of reports of death 
and severe adverse events or reactions such as myocarditis, that's the heart conditions and the blood clots, compared to previous vaccines. So Congress knows they've been told by multiple doctors. We're now highlighting to you that Pierre Corey spoke. We told you now that Dr. McCullough, Peter McCullough spoke all before Congress. Congress knows this. They don't care. The question that we all have is this. Why won't they let the injured tell their stories? Censorship that has been suppressed for two years, ladies and gentlemen. Information on early treatment that is safe and effective and has led to large numbers of deaths, injuries, and permanent disabilities, the doctor warned before Congress. There is no bigger health crisis than the impact of censorship regarding COVID-19, he went on to say. Dr. Peter McCullough doing a great job telling the truth. But you don't get to hear about it, do you? No, you don't. Why? Because your government's hostile. And they don't want you to hear about the truth. They don't want you to break free from the co They want to use this to create fear and intimidation to steal your God-given inalienable rights. We've got to push back. Good for Peter McCullough. Good for Joe Rogan. Good for those who have testified before the Senate telling the truth. It makes Congress even more culpable. But you know what? Despite all that, Americans love Fauci. New headline that says this. Only three federal officials viewed favorably by most in the United States. Who are they, you ask? John Roberts, the Supreme Court Justice, the Federal Reserve's Jerome Jerome Powell, Jerome Powell, and Anthony Fauci. So Americans, for the most part, love three government national people. Who are they? John Roberts from the Supreme Court that's been selling us out for years. This is the liberal, whacked-out swing guy that when Donald Trump tried to jettison health care, this guy single-handedly saved health care. This liberal judge has been going against all that we hold dear for quite some time now. So that people love the Federal Reserve, that's the biggest con game I've ever seen. So Jerome Powell, one of the leaders there, the people love him. They love John Roberts. And they love whacked out Anthony Fauci. So when you wonder, ladies and gentlemen, why we can't get anything done, that's why. Gallup poll literally put the names of 11 federal officials before the American people and said, who do you like? They called it a new survey, and only three came back with positive ratings from the majority of respondents. Now, I don't know who they're polling, but Supreme Court Justice John Roberts, number one, 60% of the people love this guy. Followed by the federal chief, or the Fed, Federal Reserve Chief Jerome Powell, 53%, and Dr. Anthony Fauci, 52%. Roberts was the only one of the group, or the one of the 11, to be viewed favorably by a majority of Republicans. They love this guy. Yeah. At the bottom of the pack was Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell. He got an approval rating of 34%. He's the only one of the 11 to register below 50% among those same three political categories. 
President Biden was two notches above Mitch, right? There you have it. What do you think of that, folks? The people love Anthony Fauci. So when, you know, good old uh, Rand Paul wants to try to let go of or get rid of Fauci, not going to happen. The American people love this guy. Donald Trump loves Fauci. You say, not true, Sam. He spoke out against Fauci many times. He didn't fire him, did he? He kept him there. There's no disconnect between Joe and Donald when it comes to Fauci. They both love him. They've kept him there. He's the lead physician. Doesn't matter how many lies he tells. Doesn't matter how dishonest he is before Congress. Doesn't matter if he perjures himself. None of that matters. Right? All right, final story this hour. I got an email from a listener that says, Hey, man, I was listening to Mike Rivero's evening show on Republic Broadcasting Network, RBN. And a caller called in and had a nifty idea for a slogan against the mandates. Here it is. They're lying and we're dying. I couldn't state it better myself. I don't want to mention the listener that sent that to me because I don't know if they want to be mentioned. But I think they're right as rain. And I think whoever called in, and again, I can't give even proper attribution to this because I don't know who created this slogan against the mandates. But it's incredible. Right? Good for them. They're lying and we're dying. I couldn't have said it better myself. Wow, good for the listener that sent this to me and good for the listener that called into RBN to talk about it. Tremendous truth-telling going on. Too bad most Americans don't get the chance to hear it, huh? Well, we're going to make our difference the best we can. Nevertheless, we're going to stand for truth. We're going to be truth-tellers everywhere we go. LibertyRoundTable.com, LovingLiberty.net. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America. the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. you along my fellow americans sam bushman live on your radio hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use no doubt continues now this is the broadcast for december the 28th in the year of our lord 2021 this is our two of two and our goal always to promote god family and country and to protect life liberty and property we use the supreme law of the land the constitution of the united states of america as our guide We reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. And we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by our founding fathers. What are the great peaceful restorative solutions we still have at our fingertips? Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. Why are we playing Christmas music still? Because we want to hold on to the feeling, to the spirit, 
to the hope that Christmas provides, to the kindness, to the love, to the respect for one another, to the best of our ability, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for being alongside for the ride. Hopefully this broadcast will be educational and, most importantly, entertaining. Hard to entertain sometimes when it's hard-hitting news, right? We'll do our best, nevertheless, ladies and gentlemen. We've got a lot to cover this hour with a very special guest. And this guest uh, is really fighting the good fight like nobody's business. And the mainstream press doesn't seem to be very willing to discuss it. All right? Our guest is Nathan Jones. He's the CEO of a company called Clear. And Clear is spelled um, like Xlear. X-L-E-A-R. Xlear or Clear. C-L-E-A-R.com. Clear.com is the website. And they have products that support a healthy lifestyle. Now, Nathan, by the way, or Nate, if you will, Jones is the CEO of the company. He's really the founder as well. He was born in Kansas City, and he spent a lot of time in Idaho. And I guess his dad was the town doctor. And uh, he kind of grew up in a family that was large, 14 children. Anyway, long story short, he served the Lord for a couple of years. He spent a bunch of time, and then he started Clear. And this Clear company has been doing a phenomenal job really um, helping people with natural health and healing products that create a healthy lifestyle, right? And so they got Clear Mac, which is sinus care. It's a uh, saline solution for your nose. Clean your nose, and it makes a lot of difference to prevent colds, and I could go on, but I won't. Spry, which is what their dental defense product is. And Xylosweet, which is a natural sweetener. So this company uses xylitol, uh, in their products to make a huge difference in what they do. Well, they were moving it right along, growing as a company, doing a phenomenal job, and then uh, um, a lawsuit filed by the Department of Justice on behalf of supposedly the United States. I don't know if that would mean on behalf of we the people, but I reject their lawsuit. But nevertheless, alleging that certain statements made by Clear violated the Federal Trade Commission Act and the Consumer Protection Act. The government is now suing Clear, asserting, among other things, that, hey, Clear, when they tell people about scientific studies, even ones that are produced by the National Institutes of Health or the NIH, when they tell people about those studies, they're misleading people. They're deceiving people. They're making false claims. Ladies and gentlemen, the whole thing is nonsensical to say the least, I'm telling you right now. But we want Nathan to tell the real story about this. Nate Jones, welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir. Well, thank you for inviting me on here, and I, I hope I can entertain and inform at the same time. Let's start talking about you as a person, though. So you grew up kind of in a, in a, in a country town, and your dad was the doctor? I, well, he still is. I mean, you know, he's retired, oh. but I would still like to think of him as a physician. But, yes, we, I grew up in a small town in St. Anthony, Idaho. There was, like, I want to say 2,500 people in this town, maybe 3,000. And half of them were my brothers and sisters. No, I'm kidding, not quite that many. But it seemed like it. But, yes, I, I don't know where you got all this information. But, uh, but yes, I do have 13 siblings. All right. Um, 
and uh, you know we are very diverse in in where we live and what we do, and you know we got we got it covered. Um, so just for people to understand, yeah. St. Anthony, Idaho, is up near Pocatello, kind of right. Uh, it's it's uh it's northeast of Pocatello. It's up by Yellowstone. Yeah, uh, I just want people. You know, we went to people Yellowstone are listening all to this. The time. People are listening to this show from all across the United States and around the world, too. So I wanted to give people an idea. It's in Idaho. Uh, it's northeast of Pocatello, you know, up, up by Yellowstone. But it's in that area of the country, just for those who aren't local or don't kind of know. Uh, it's a small place. It's a wonderful farming area. Uh, tremendous people there uh, in Idaho, one of the greatest states there as well. Uh, now, when your dad was the doctor there, um, did he use a lot of natural health and remedies? Because I know a lot of big city doctors are just all... Yeah. Medical stuff, but the the, you know, the doctors at, that are out in the country point, do some of both, right? At some point, you just start uh, realizing that you can't really feed a family of fourteen on a small town doctor uh, what they earn, and so we ended up moving out of out of Idaho, going to Texas, Michigan. I lived in Mexico City for a year in nineteen eighty five to eighty six. And then we moved to Utah. All right. Fantastic. That led you to clear. How did you get to understand xylitol and, and the value that it can bring to the human body? Um, well, my dad, he's always, I mean, even as a child growing up, he hated antibiotics. He hated giving antibiotics. He understood that they, they had a role in medicine. And again, this is in the 70s and 80s. Um, but, but he understood that the, there's a lot of things that bad things that happen when you overuse antibiotics. And, you know, back then doctors were handing them out like candy, you know, they were wonder drugs and the pharmaceutical companies were pushing them and, and saying, Oh, use them, use them. Um, and, and he wouldn't, he would always try to find other things that didn't damage, you know, the whole adage of first do no harm. And so when he was, when he was, uh, I was actually working doing underwater construction out in the Gulf of Mexico in Louisiana, and I took off one time, and, and he lives in Texas now, but I drove out to visit with him in Texas. And while I was sitting there in his office one day while he was working, this lady came in, and she's like, hey, uh, you know, we have someone here that wants some more of that jungle juice you mix up for the kids. And he takes off for a minute and, you know, comes back and and I said, well, what was that about? And he goes, uh, some grandma drove over here from Arkansas. And, and you have to realize that's eight hours each way. He lived right on the border of New Mexico. And he goes, yeah, this lady, she, she heard about this stuff we're using on these kids. And she drove over here from Arkansas with her two sick grandkids. And so I gave her a couple bottles of this stuff, and she left it when she's driving home. And I'm like, what the heck is this that you're doing that someone's willing to drive 16 hours with two sick kids in the car. And so he starts explaining it to me. But what it is, is it's, so, so it goes back to, you mentioned it, xylitol. And, and xylitol is a sugar molecule. It is a five-carbon sugar molecule. Most of the sugars that we use and that we consume and that we're familiar with are six-carbon sugars. Sucrose, glucose, fructose, sorbitol, maltitol, mannitol, all of those are six-carbon sugar molecules. And the thing is, is that those, ba those sugars feed the bacteria that cause cavities in our mouth, the strep mutans bacteria. The strep mutans, they eat that, they break it down, they make acid. That acid. also these... Well, um, 
they've been, also, they've been doing. Also, not, not only do they uh, create cavities and problems with your teeth, but they, they actually change the normal flora in your gut, too, uh, to be virtually hostile. Instead of the great balance that is normally achieved by the body, it disrupts this balance and becomes predatory. Anyway, I digress. Go ahead, Nate. Um, so so in, in 1998, there was this new thing um, that, they, that they put up on, online called PubMed, and it's where they put all these medical research studies where they were all collated together. And you had all the – and this is the first time – that you had the dental research studies intercalated with the medical research studies. You know, before this, if you're a dentist and you wanted to go learn about preventing tooth decay, you'd go to the dental journals. If you were a physician and you wanted to go learn about, you know, preventing ear infections, you'd go look in the medical literature. But the two never really crossed. And my dad went on, on PubMed and he started querying preventing ear infections. Because he had all these kids in his practice that were having these recurrent ear infections, these chronic ear infections, and he wanted to find something to do other than just bombard them with antibiotics because he understood the long-term harmful side effects of using antibiotics, especially on little children. And what he found was all these dental research studies. And all of these dental research studies that they've been doing with these children for the past 30 years started popping up because in, the, in all the information they get in these studies, they also have to keep track of how many illnesses these kids had. And what they found, the kids that use the xylitol chewing gum, not only did they not get tooth decay, they also had 42% fewer ear infections. And he goes, well, that's interesting, 42% just by chewing some gum. So he went and he was looking a little further, and there was a study published in the British Medical Journal back in 98 where they actually showed that the xylitol blocks bacterial adhesion of strep pneumo, H flu, MCAT, and all these other bacteria. So he came up with the idea of putting it into a nasal spray. He put it into a saline spray, started washing out their nose. The kids in his practice stopped getting sick. Like, Ladies and gentlemen, Nate Jones with us, CEO of Clear, spelled with an X, clear.com. Check it out. The FDA is after him. We'll tell you why in seconds. So uh, you two are real actors, huh? Well, I was an extra on a soap opera for three years. And I'm best known for starring in cat food commercials. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going to play our parents for how long? Oh, just during dinner for the next few years, probably until you're both off to college. Your real parents will be back every night at 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock? Hey, your dad's busy. He's got work, softball, client yeah. functions. Yeah, and your mom, she's got the literary club and play rehearsals. So. Uh, don't you worry. They'll be back on time. Otherwise, we get time, time and, and a half. half. Ka-ching! <laughs> <laughs> okay, according to the script, we're supposed to asked you how your day was. Yes. Um, okay, I guess. Ooh, is that the best you can do? I think I want my real parents. I don't see that in the script. No ad-libbing, please. There's no substitute for a loving parent. And when you're really there, you'll know how much you care. From the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, for more tips on strengthening your family, visit family.mormon.org. As you all know, Roe versus Wade has resulted in some of the most permissive abortion laws anywhere in the world. For example, in the United States, it's one of only seven countries to allow elective late-term abortions, along with China, North Korea, and others. Right now, in a number of states, the laws allow a baby to be born from his or her mother's womb in the ninth month. It is wrong. It has to change. 
Americans are more and more pro-life. You see that all the time. In fact, only 12% of Americans support abortion on demand at any time. Under my administration, we will always defend the very first right in the Declaration of Independence, and that is the right to life. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Nate Jones with me, CEO of Clear, spelled with an X, X-L-E-A-R.com. Check it out. The leader around the world in selling xylitol products. Say, what the heck's that, Sam? Well, they've got all kinds of things for your nose, for your mouth. We'll talk about it. It's one of the sugars that has five molecules, not six, different from most, but it has incredible healing and body-supporting attributes to it so nate's dad a doctor literally researched these manuals these document journals this and found out from the dentists that you know what when people literally had xylitol chewing gum yeah wow things changed 42 percent less ear infections it made a huge difference so then he started to nate yeah we, uh, so he started using it in a nasal spray, and that's when I took off the vacation, drove up to Texas, and, and sat there and listened to this. And, uh, you know, and I said, Dad, well, if it works so good, why don't you patent it and, and uh, start a business? And he goes, well, you know, I'm 63. I'm not going to risk my retirement. I'm like, what about me? And uh, so I quit my day job in 99, the end of 99, and we started the company in June of 2000. And... You know, we started going to medical conventions, talking to doctors about it, and we had a good, a very good response from them because it would take a couple of minutes because you're you're suggesting a different paradigm, and and what I mean by that is if if someone is congested and stuffed up, they go to the doctor and what does the doctor tell them to do? Oh, use an antihistamine, a decongestant, um, you know, a nasal steroid, something like that, because that's what the pharmaceutical companies give them. Okay? But those are, those are all actually counterproductive. Your body creates mucus because you're breathing something in that your body perceives as a threat. And so your body's first line of defense is to create snot because it's going to trap that bacteria. It's going to trap that virus. It's going to trap the pollen, dander, whatever that is. It's going to trap it in the mucus and wash it out. But if we're going there and we're using an antihistamine or we're using a decongestant or a steroid – then really what you're doing is you're blocking your body's immune system. You're shutting it down, and you're not cleaning it out. You now you're just allowing that pollutant or bacteria or virus to go straight into your lungs. And what, what using this product does is it's exactly the opposite to achieve the same goal. Rather than, than blocking your body and, and blocking your immune system, what this does is it actually thins out your mucus so that it, the, the mucociliary clearance cycle is actually sped up. And it's going to trap more bacteria, trap more viruses, and allow your body to wash them away more effectively. And that's what we've seen. It's also hyperosmotic, so, and the xylitol is non-absorbable. So it's going to be pulling moisture out of the tissue, reducing that inflammation. And there you have it. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Product. It makes a difference by taking a completely opposite approach to what physicians have normally done now this reality is backed by the scientific literature 
on this, ladies and gentlemen. There's dozens of peer-reviewed studies on this. This is not even debatable, and it's never really been debated until the FDA decided to attack clear. We'll talk about that in a second, but let's talk about the different products real quickly. You got um, Clear Max, which is sinus care. It's basically a nasal spray, right? That's how your dad started uh, in this xylitol effort, right? All right, this is how uh, the ClearMax sinus care is really where your dad started in the xylitol products, right? Correct. What he happened started to there with, with infants. What, what happened to his patients? Well, they, the, his patients stopped getting sick. And you can go on, online and read the stories of this. And he, So he then went to the FDA and said, hey, we have a, we have a product right here. Well, what does it do? Well, it, it makes it so kids don't get sick with ear infections. Well, then it's a drug. What's in it? And he told him, and he goes, well, that's not wait, a drug. Wait, 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 stop. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean then it's a drug? Well, so in the United States, the drug. way our, our system is set up, if something kills an invading organism, it's a drug. Xylitol does not kill an invading organism. If it, if it's, if it uh, changes the structure or function of the body, then it's a drug. Xylitol doesn't do that either. If people perceive of it to be a drug, then it's a drug. Washing your nose, people don't perceive that to be a drug. Okay? Those are the three things that, that make a drug. And and so if we're so if we're you if we're washing our nose and the goal of washing our nose is to not get sick, then that kind of does make it a drug. And let me th- this is how messed up our system is. But if you take a bar of soap, okay, dial, I guess. If you take a, a bar of dial and you wash your hands because they're dirty and you want to wash the dirt off your hands, well, that's a cosmetic. But if you wash your, take that same bar of soap and you wash your hands because you don't want to spread bacteria, well, now, that's a, now that bar of soap is a drug. And so we have to be careful with what we say, and we understand that. We can't say to you washing your nose is, is going to prevent any kind of disease. We just say it washes your nose. It washes away bacteria. It washes away viruses. It washes away pollen and dander. Ladies and gentlemen, this is how sick our system is. So everybody's on drugs, just so you know, because y'all wash your hands with soap, right? See, I mean, this is insanity, ladies and gentlemen. That really, in my opinion, doubles down on the problem. This isn't really a debate about drugs. This is a discussion about control. And the bottom line is that, you know what, Nate and crew at Clear, spelled with an X, clear.com, uh, they have sinus care. They also have Spry, which is dental defense. Tell us about Spry for a second. Well, so, so the big body of science, I mean, there's thousands of research studies out there showing how xylitol prevents tooth decay. Okay? And, and it does it in such a simple way that, that most people just ignore it. And they're like, ah, oh, there's no way that's true. But, but I want you to think of this for a minute. If you think of your tooth as a castle, okay, you have this castle sitting on top of a hill, let's say over in Germany or France or somewhere, and you have this army of bacteria down here in the valley, and they've got their, their little trebuchets and their catapults, and they're, they're eating all the sugar, and they're putting all the acid, and they're shooting it up at your castle, hitting up at your teeth. If you're using fluoride, fluoride is like you sending a mason out there to repair the castle wall while it's being assaulted because or fluoride does nothing for the bacteria that are creating the acid. 
And that's what xylitol does is it goes out and it changes the bacteria in your mouth from bacteria that create acid to bacteria that don't create acid. So that even if you want to use fluoride, it does a better job. If you don't want to use fluoride, your teeth will naturally remineralize. They will. The studies that they did in Belize in, in uh, 19, gosh, I want to try to remember the year on that, but uh, the Billy Sugar Studies with Dr. Mackinnon and the University of Michigan, that's what they showed. They had, they had kids in there who had huge cavities where their teeth actually remineralized and, and they grew back. Because if you get rid of the acid-creating bacteria in your mouth, then your teeth are built to, to remineralize. So tell people how they use Sprite Dental Defense. How do you use it? Uh, it's well, it's toothpaste, mouthwash, chewing gum, stuff like I mean, just oral care products. They're all yeah, hygiene. The, po tools. the point is, it's a series of oral care products, ladies and gentlemen, under yeah. this spry idea, which is dental defense is the point, using xylitol. Then there's xylo sweet, which again allows you to sweeten foods and it really replaces sugar, but in a healthy way, right? Yeah. And, and the thing is, is that xylitol tastes like sugar, it looks like sugar, you can cook with it. The only downside to it is you do not want to let your pets get into it uh, because it is not, it is not a insulin-dependent sugar. And some breeds of dogs, if they get into it and they eat it, it causes hypoglycemia because they start producing insulin and they, they overproduce the insulin because the insulin doesn't affect the xylitol. But in humans, there is no downside. In other words, ladies and gentlemen, xylitol is a unique product because if you want insulin control, uh, you don't want your insulin to spike or to shoot up. Uh, you don't want th this balance between sugar spiking and insulin bringing it down and everything else. doesn't get tampered with when you use xylitol, and that's why people use it. It's in all kinds of unique natural soda pops and uh, all kinds of natural. A lot of keto people use it and everything else. It's a tremendous product. So anyway... Um, Clear's moving along, educating folks, using scientific studies. Uh, they started by father being a doctor. Son comes along, cranks up this incredible company. They're doing phenomenal. They're spreading natural healing and healthy lifestyles. They're doing a great job. And then the FDA comes along and rains on the parade, ladies and gentlemen, like it always does. When we want to have, uh, when we just want to be left alone is the best way that I would say it. But Claire's moving along. So the lawsuit was filed by the Department of Justice. On supposedly be on behalf of the United States, claiming you guys are making all kinds of false claims about your products. That's the justification. That is for the lawsuit they claim. We'll talk about that with Nate in seconds when we get back. Nate Jones, ladies and gentlemen, he's the CEO of Clear, spelled with an X, X L E A R dot com. Check out their products. Do it now. I don't get a penny for this, uh, but we'll come back and talk about what the battle's about and where you can see the science behind all this. We'll do it all in seconds on your radio. Your daily Liberty Newswire. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pry. Strong weather sweeping parts of the United States brought frigid temperatures to the Pacific Northwest, heavy snow to the mountains in Northern California and Nevada. In fact, six inches of snow is reported in Seattle, Washington on Monday. Warm weather will continue through the southeast. As the pandemic enters its third year, the National Governors Association met Monday. The White House is now asking states to step up and address the pandemic. Look, there is no 
federal solution. This gets solved at a state level. I'm looking at Governor Sununu on the board here. He talks about that a lot. And it ultimately gets down to where the rubber meets the road, and that's where the patient is in need of help. It should be noted White House officials kicked the media out of the room before we could hear Biden take questions from governors on COVID-19. Monday Night Football last night, the Dolphins beat the Saints 20-3. to USA Radio News. Hi, this is Wayne Allen Root. John and Chelsea Jubilee with Energized Health, our regular guests on my show, sharing their breakthrough science of intercellular hydration. They help people burn fat fast, supercharge their energy, boost their immune system, reverse ailments and diseases with no painful exercises and no restrictive fad diets. I'm Exhibit A. I've been on the program for over a year now. During the first 88 days, I lost 25 pounds of inner body fat and I gained 10 pounds of muscle and I've never gained the fat or weight back. I look and feel great. Everywhere I go, people tell me I look 10 years younger. Right now, John and Chelsea are giving my fans a special Christmas gift, and they've extended this special through this week. Energized Health will pay for your spouse's transformation. Sign up now, and you'll get the war 40% discount, and your spouse is free. Go now to EnergizedHealth.com or call 888-444-8895. 40% off for you. Your spouse is free. 888-444-8895. EnergizedHealth.com. Lightning never strikes twice in the same place, but nobody wants to be struck by lightning. Closed-circuit television footage in Jakarta, Indonesia, has captured a security guard who luckily survived a direct hit by lightning, according to local media. In the video, shared by an Indonesian media company and reported on social media, the man can be seen walking in the rain under an umbrella some 15 seconds after he enters the frame. A blast and sparks can be seen in the very place he walked, and the footage then shows him lying on the wet ground. He fails to get up, and people run toward him. The man survived, having suffered burns to his hands, according to Tetic News. It is believed the guard's walkie-talkie, which he had in his hands, attracted the lightning. From the USA Radio News, West Texas Bureau, I'm Brad Bernards. Lightning can heat the air it passes through to 50,000 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, that's five times hotter than the surface of the sun. USA Radio News. Ladies and gentlemen, hard-hitting talk radio telling the truth. We're truth tellers, ladies and gentlemen. It's all about the sacred cause of liberty and freedom to choose as you will. We've been doing it for 25-plus years, ladies and gentlemen. This is the 25th year of our nationally syndicated radio talk show. Can you believe that time flies when you're having fun, huh? Nate Jones with us, ladies and gentlemen. He is CEO of a company called Clear, sold with an X, X-L-E-A-R.com. And we're talking about how Nate founded Clear. In order to improve lives by spreading the message of proactive health, well, the government can't stand that, ladies and gentlemen. If you're healthy, uh, then you're going to be bold and dedicated to freedom. If you're sick and distracted, that's the way they can gain control over you and your life. We just want to be left alone. The government now is suing Clear, saying, hey, they're making all kinds of false claims. The government is doing all within its power to stop Clear from simply telling the public about the science. Nate, that's really where the uh, lawsuit story begins, isn't it? That's exactly where it begins. I mean, so so as far as, as our nasal spray relates to COVID, okay, COVID is a virus. And in the 20 years that we've been in business, we've never talked about our nasal spray having any effect on a virus because we always understood 
it blocked bacterial adhesion, but we'd never seen any studies about how it affected a virus. So we were actually in Washington, D.C. at the, the FDA headquarters in February of 2020 with a pulmonologist who was doing research with us on making a nasal spray for allergies. And, you know, so this is before crazy came to town in, in March. But we're sitting there, and as we finish this meeting, uh, Dr. Ferrer is his name, but he goes, hey, you know, you might want to look at what this nasal spray will do with this, this flu that's coming around the globe. And the people at the FDA said, ah, it's not going to affect us. We have the best healthcare system in the world. It's not going to affect us like it is the rest of the world. And then a month later, you know, a couple of weeks later, I guess, crazy just came to town and hasn't left. But we, as a company, we said, well, you know, maybe we should. And so we actually sent our nasal spray and the components up to Utah State University, which was one of the first virology laboratories in the United States to get the COVID virus. And what they found is that the xylitol blocks viral adhesion and the grapefruit seed extract actually destroys the virus. And we use the grapefruit seed extract as a preservative. But when we use it in a 0.2%, 0.2, it, it destroys the virus as effectively as a 70% solution of alcohol. And so we send all this information into the FDA and said, hey, can, can you, what do we have to do to be able to share this science? Nothing. No response. Nothing. Okay? We, then there was another study that came out of, the, out of uh, University of Tennessee that showed how xylitol blocked the viral adhesion of the SARS-CoV-2 virus. We sent all of this together again to the FDA and said, hey, what do we have to do? In June, the end of June of 2020, we actually submitted papers so that we could do a human trial. The FDA came back a month later and said, no, you can't do it because we don't approve of trials being done that have a drug action for a cosmetic. You have to make your product a drug before you can do that study. Well, we can't make it a drug. So we, you know, there wasn't really that much we could do. But the doctor that we were working with, he did a pilot program, which, you know, a pilot program is just a small study. You don't have to have FDA approval to do it. But he went and did a small program, and there were four people. It's a pilot program. We, we understand that it's small. We understand that more research is needed. But the four people all had comorbidities. Every single one of them that started using clear, they had, they tested positive. They had COVID and they had symptoms, and they had a comorbidity. Within four days, they were all symptom-free. Within seven days, they were all testing negative on, on a PCR. Okay? And that isn't the first thing. In June, we had data from the study that was done by the NIH at Vanderbilt. And that was a study with 60 people. Again, all of them had COVID. All of them tested positive. And the ridiculous thing is every single one of them got better, and the government never shared that information. This is in June of 2020. This is before vaccines. And the government could have saved a lot of lives if they just said, hey, people, start washing your nose. And they didn't. I don't know why. Do you? Yes, it's a matter of control, sir. They want to decrease well, the population. They want to go ahead and get everybody sick. They want to go ahead and take the greatest country on the face of the earth down so they can have their global tyranny, sir. And you can say, well, wow, well, that's a lot of conspiracy statements. I don't think so. I can back it up with documentation until the cows come home, sir. I think, I think that is as valid as a reason as anything else because they have done multiple studies now showing that using just, just saline or iodine or nitric oxide or iota carrageenan or xylitol 
and washing out the upper airway, everybody gets better. And the government refuses to acknowledge this. They refuse to talk about it. We all know this, and, and there's other companies other than ours that the government has shut down and put out of business because they started talking about it. That's right. They don't want solutions. And you say, Sam, that, how do you know that? I'll tell you how I know that. Because they claim, for example, that ivermectin does no good whatsoever. In fact, those who are talking about ivermectin, they're just guilty of peddling horse poop. But the facts yeah. are, ladies and gentlemen, there is a medical grade, human approved, it's built for humans, COVID solution called ivermectin. And the government can tell you that it doesn't work, but doctors by the thousands say it works. But that whole side of the discussion is completely shut down by the media and by our government. Okay, But I'm here to tell you that I was on oxygen. I had COVID bad, and I couldn't get off oxygen. The second I'd take off the oxygen, my oxygen levels would drop to 70 in less than 10 seconds. I was sick, folks. But within hours of getting ivermectin prescribed by an alternative doctor, I literally took off the oxygen and haven't been on since. Now, they could say that it's worthless, that it's horse poop, but they're lying to you. And that's why I say that there's an agenda here, and it has nothing to do with getting people well. It has everything to do with control. Why would they lie to you when I'm firsthand witness that ivermectin absolutely makes a difference? You could say, well, it doesn't make a difference for everybody, Sam. Fine. No solution makes a difference for everybody. Okay? Even if vaccines you just aren't making a solution for everybody. That's heard that sure. two years later, we're in a worse situation than we were in when we started almost, right? So the bottom line is, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, these nasal sprays are making a difference. The science is there that backs what Clear is doing. But your government now has declared war on the real, uh, natural, inexpensive solutions. So Clear and your FTC are at battle. Why the FTC, you ask? Why not the FDA? Because the FTC does the dirty work. You see, that way they can't discuss the science, really, because it's not debating the science they're debating the trade issues you don't have the right to say things and lie about products and buy and sell and trade on your lies is what they claim but yet nobody's going to discuss the science well the best part about this battle is that clear xlear.com slash science lays this out like nobody's business nate i think that page is incredible for people to research for themselves about what we speak right yeah no, and there's a whole list of all of the studies, and those are the studies that the FTC is demanding that we don't share. So you can't understand that, can you? But when you realize no, that I, their goal is control, and when you realize their goal is to take down the greatest country on the face of the earth, and you realize that this was released intentionally, COVID was created in a lab and released intentionally, ladies and gentlemen, for this purpose, to change the affairs of the world so that America and the free markets aren't king anymore. That's the only the way, way they can create I have a, a global tyranny. I have a, I have a thing I need, to, I need to ask a favor of you. Sure. You know, people still refer to this as the CCP, the Chinese Communist Party virus. Yes. We need to give credit where credit is due, okay? I don't think it should be called the CCP virus. It should be called the FDZ virus. The, the Chinese Communist Party didn't have much to do with it. It was Fauci, Dezak, and Zangli. It should be. We should name this virus in their honor. You can just call it the Fauci virus, like they did Obamacare. <laughs> but that, but so yet, so I call it the FDZ virus. Nobody knows what I'm talking about, but it's the Fauci, 
the Zach and Zangli virus, the three people that are responsible for it. There's truth to so. that, ladies and gentlemen. Now, I want you to go, literally, ladies and gentlemen, go to xlear.com slash science because there there's some interesting, interesting studies. Okay, using nasal, nasal sprays to combat SARS-CoV-2. Nasal irrigation reduces symptoms related to COVID-2. We're not saying that it's perfect. Okay, neither is ivermectin or anything. Sometimes people get really sick and there's not great solutions to get them well for unknown reasons at this time. But ladies and gentlemen, this is really important. So let me get this straight. Here's what the government says to do if in your life right now. Stay away from everybody. Never mind that humans need love and touch and everything else for their immune systems to be strong. Stay away from it. social distance. It's antisocial to social distance all the time, but that's a whole other topic. They then say the next thing you need to do is get your government-mandated vaccinations. Go ahead and inject experimental serum into your body over and over and over and over. Why are you doing it over and over? Because it really doesn't work, but they say that it does, so keep doing it. You know, you know what that say, reminds me of? Hold on. We'll get back, and you can tell us exactly what it reminds you of in seconds. Nate Jones with us, ladies and gentlemen. This interview is going by way too fast. Incredible information. X-L-E-A-R.com, clear.com slash science. Check it out. We'll tell you what it reminds Nate of in seconds. Nate Jones, CEO, on your radio. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, the nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads. A divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is again the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land. Vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation, and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com to begin that restoration. Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Sam Bushman. I got Nate Jones with me. He's CEO of Clear, X-L-E-A-R.com. And I was mentioning that, hey, 
You know, they want you to go ahead and take all these vaccines over and over and over. It's not working. Everybody's sick. It's spreading like wildfire. Two years later, and all they can say is take more of it. Do more of it. Never mind the SARS database showing people are dying and getting sick. You've got athletes. You've got all kinds of people that are healthy just flat out keeling over. But they say, oh, it has nothing to do with the vaccines. If you guys think that, you're crazy. Now, their goal is really to take down the greatest country on the face of the earth and destroy capitalism, the free market, ladies and gentlemen, free enterprise. They don't like it because they can't peddle their global tyranny with it. And I was highlighting this reality uh, to Nate Jones, CEO of Clear, and saying, you know, they keep doing what doesn't work. You got literally 100% vaccinated on ships, but yet COVID breaking out everywhere on these ships. Okay, you've got this going on everywhere with athletes and all these different um, associations, athlete group, you know, the NFL, the uh, NBA, all of it. And, hey, they're delaying games. All these 100% vaccinated people and stuff like that are breaking out with the cocoa everywhere. It's crazy. And so, Nate, you were saying right before the pause, you know what this reminds me of? Well, what it reminds me of is I'm reading a book right now called Pharma, and it talks about the opioid crisis and how it all got started and, you know, how the Sackler family and, and Purdue Pharma and all of that. And, and one of the things that they, they, uh, they did in this is, I, I'm trying to make it short, but people that were taking this time-released opium, opioid, were, were having what they, you know, it wasn't lasting the full 12 hours. And so they came up, Purdue Pharma came up with this new thing called, it's breakthrough pain. It's breakthrough pain. Just take more. Just give them an extra dose. Now we're having all these breakthrough infections, and it's, what do you do? Give them more of what's not working. Take another booster. Ah, get another booster. And it just made me laugh because it's kind of the same thing. But, but uh, you know, talking about the vaccines, it, it's, it is bizarre that the, the great and glorious, you know, I'm trying to think of how to call them, but the great and glorious uh, healthcare people that are running the healthcare in this country, that they actually don't read the scientific journals because there was an article that came out in September of 2020, okay, September of 2020 that pointed out why these vaccines are not going to work and why they're not going to do the job. And it's coming true. You have these vaccines and what they do is they they get the body to create antibodies. But the antibodies isn't what you need. What you need is the T cells. And the T cells are what you need. And these these vaccines, they don't create T cells. And if you you want to go and read that, that's in the 28th September 2020 uh, Frontiers in Immunology. So, okay, ladies and gentlemen, but, what you need to do is wash this stuff away. Now, here's what's interesting. Here's what I was getting to right before the break. So they want you to wash your hands over and over. They say you got to social distance, which is antisocial. Uh, but then they say what we need to do is wash your hands over and over. So what Clear and Nate Jones is saying is, well, wash your nose, too. And they're saying, no, 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 you're lying. Wash your hands but are they saying don't wash your nose, or what are they saying, Nate? I don't know what they're saying. If they were clear and concise, it might be something different. What they're not doing is telling people to exercise. They're not telling people to wash their nose. They're not telling people to brush their teeth. I mean, there was a there was a paper. There, it's been there have been a couple of papers, but there was a paper that came out last year in 2020 where they actually showed that people that had periodontal disease we're nine times more likely to get hospitalized and die from COVID. Did at one point, at any point, did you hear anybody in our public health come out and say, hey, people, brush your teeth? 
You no, you're just supposed to wash your hands. You got to do it for 20 seconds, Nate, and then you got to yeah, run around and, and put put all this. Um, oh, what do they call that? That you put on your hands, you spray it everywhere. What's sanitizer. Oh yeah, you got to have sanitizer everywhere. But that's almost yeah, like the antibiotic discussion. All it's going to do is eventually the bugs are going to uh, be, you know, impervious to these uh, sanitizers, and it's not going to yeah. help either. Well, it, it, getting rid of periodontal disease is not that difficult. All it is is, hey, brush your teeth a little more often. But our public health officials, I think, and this is my opinion, I think that our public health officials have just boloed. They have just messed up. They have lost the greatest opportunity we have ever had to guide our population to exercise a little bit more, eat a little more healthy, and to help reduce the obesity epidemic. And they, yeah, but they in didn't, their they minds, they didn't miss an opportunity because they don't want that to happen. Yeah, that's true. That is and, true. And, and you could say, Sam, you're, you're crazy. How do you know that? And my response is because you couldn't be more against it if you tried. Let me give you this example. Rather than just dismissing Nate Jones and Claire and saying, oh, we don't believe you and leaving them alone, rather than um, entertaining the science, they're not entertaining the science. They're not even willing to discuss the science. They're not um, literally doing research to find out if what's claimed is true or not. All they'd have to do is research what's already there. They don't even need new studies. It's already there. But they're not doing that. But it's one thing to say, we don't believe you. We're not going to promote this. We're going to just leave you alone. But what they're doing is they're jettisoning the science, and now they're going after clear and saying, we don't even want you to be able to make your assertions, sell your products, deliver this. We're going to actively work against the solution. Wash your hands. But when Nate says wash your nose to prevent COVID, that will reduce COVID if you wash your nose with the right stuff, then they're saying, we're going to debate if you can even say that. So it's a violation of the First Amendment. It's a violation of our ability to buy and sell the free market. It's a violation of everything we hold dear. And they're aggressively going after it. So you can't say yeah. that it's by accident anymore. You've got to say that it's intentional. And then you've got to say why. Well, I think, you know, and this is my opinion, but, you know, when, when the FTC filed their lawsuit against us, if they really thought that they had a, a strong argument, they would have actually gone and called all of the national media and told the national media to get out there and, and save the people from, from washing their nose. Yeah, see, and, that's what I mean. Really the actively, that... aggressively attacking all solutions that work. Ivermectin, calling it a horse poop. Now a nasal spray to go ahead and clear – reduce the thickness of the mucus in your nose so that it washes away not only um, COVID, but anything else that might be getting you sick. It is the answer. They know it, but they're actively working against it. Chris from Utah wants to uh, ask a question to Nate. Hi, Chris. Okay. Hi, Chris. You're on the radio. Go fast, sir. Hey. Yeah, Okay. Sorry. We can't just daydream. Let's go, buddy. All right. Do you, do you make a toothpaste? Because I have tooth decay yes. and I have bone loss in my jaw. Okay. I'll go to xlear.com and find out what you've got. Okay. Thank you. That's all I wanted to ask, yeah. Sam. Great deal. Oh, yeah. Thanks a lot. Go Thanks. ahead, Nate. No, whatever, if you could tell me where you live, I can tell you where you can buy it. Well, I live by Sam. I live in um, in the Provo area in Utah. Um, any, any of your natural retailers, if you're in Provo, um, uh, sprouts up there in Orem. Uh, uh, 
I'm trying to think of the other ones right there. Yeah, Berlin. Yeah, Good Earth might uh, have it, right? Good Earth. Good Earth. They have okay. it. Okay. They, they've, right. they've got your product. Okay, great. I'll go yes, there. They, hey, they also have on their webpage, by the way, okay. a uh, a product finder or whatever. You can find where the products are sold or whatever, a partner program, uh, too, where you can uh, discover where in your area. Right, Nate? Yes, they do. All right, excellent. So this is a serious topic, ladies and gentlemen. Where are we at in the lawsuit then, uh, Nate? Well, we filed our response. So, so well, so the, the Department of Justice they filed theirs on October twenty eighth. Um, you know, they called up all the local media here in Salt Lake, and and uh, the local media here. You know, I don't want to call out any of them, but they were really, really fair, and they just ran the story without talking to us. And so really the only negative press we got out of it was our own local, you know, the Salt Lake Tribune and some of the other ones here locally. All the other ones, they actually talked to us. We shared the studies. We shared the science. And Newsweek wrote about it. Everybody else that wrote about it was like, yeah, there's the studies. There's the research. We don't know what they're talking about. So I kind of felt let down by our local media. Um, we filed our response last week. And so, you know, it'll go and it'll take a couple of years for this to grind its way through the court system. I wish it didn't because what I'm, you know, what I'm expecting is that, you know, we're going to bring all of these studies out and show them in a court. Wash your hands, ladies and gentlemen, but not your nose. That's really, in my opinion, the slogan that needs to highlight or underpin this reality. The government wants you to wash your hands, but not your nose. And two years later, wear, COVID's worse than it's ever been. Just wear a cloth no. mask. Wear a, wear a diaper over your nose. Uh, you know, that, that works like a chain link fence. If you're not wearing an N95 mask, the mask you're wearing probably doesn't do much. Now, here's the other interesting thing about this. When you wear a mask, it's proven that you touch your face more often more. than if you don't wear a mask. That is even nonsensical. Nate? Yep. I, I agree. Not I'm to lucky mention I live you have in less Utah. oxygen. I'm lucky not, not I live in Utah. Not to mention you have less oxygen, ladies and gentlemen. All right, Nate, what do, we, what do the people need to do to help you? What can we do to help you? Call our congressman and say, what's going on here? Why aren't we talking about early intervention? Why aren't we talking about early solutions? I mean, you, you brought up the ivermectin thing. I don't understand. I'm, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a chemist. I'm not a pharmacist. I don't understand how ivermectin works. But what I do understand is that you have exactly what you said. You have tens of thousands of doctors who are out using it, seeing great results with it, so why is it that the government, a bunch of, of people in lab coats working for Big Pharma and trying to make money, are out there fighting against it? Okay? Well, I trust you know the doctors that... and early intervention more than I trust the FDA and the CDC and the NIH and the Fauci's and the Walensky's and the uh, Collins. I, I trust the practicing physicians way more than I trust them. Now, you also know that uh, well over 100 congressmen and senators, their families and their staff, have all taken ivermectin. So they know about it. They've also been testified um, about the solutions uh, to by multiple physicians. They know this. That's why I blatantly well, say they're lying to you. When Congress, literally 100-plus members, their families and their staff have used ivermectin to get well, then they let the media and the government lie, and they remain silent? This I, is intentional, sir, and it's not debatable. I mean, I, I'll tell you, I have, my, I have some ivermectin. I haven't had to use it yet. If I ever do get COVID, then I will use it. But, uh, you know, I haven't had any COVID yet. 
Yeah, but if you wash and your nose, you're not as likely to get COVID. And if you do, it's likely to not be as severe uh, if you keep using, well, washing your nose and your hands, right? And and let me tell you, it's not for a lack of trying. I mean, I've been traveling all over. I've been in hospitals where they're treating people with COVID, you know, where we're doing research studies. I've been, I've been to probably, what, a dozen, 18 countries in the past two years. Um, you know, it's not for a lack of trying. Ladies and gentlemen, Nate Jones, CEO of Clear. This is an epic battle we're going to keep our eye on. The mainstream press, uh, I'm glad some of them are being fair and honest. I'm disappointed in the local press. Why don't they hear both sides of the story? That's what honest, real journalists do. They study the who, what, when, where, why of a topic. That's what we do right here on your radio. Nate Jones, my friend, our prayers are with you. And what we want to do is have you back from time to time and keep an eye on this story as it unfolds. And our prayers are your successful and the truth shall make you free sir thank you all right any final word just thank you and uh you know if people want to talk to their congressmen and their senators and and push the agenda then push the agenda of early intervention ladies and gentlemen wash your hands good advice wash your nose better advice clear.com spelled with an x x l e a r.com i'm sam bushman Thank you so much, Nate Jones. We'll have you back soon. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.